0: hi welcome to now i'm wiser podcast i'm chaka madwoma feels so good to be doing this again after a long time and for that i do apologize today i'm going to be talking about dealing with loss this topic has been on my mind to do for a while and so let's just do it anyway some months ago i lost my dad and i would always say that this is the that was the is the is the most painful experience i've had i've had losses i've had painful experiences i've had you know some experiences that i wouldn't want to repeat itself but this one hits me different it hits me different that i'm strong today that i can even do this and talk about it (laughs) that i'm grateful to god for so first of all let me just say <laughs> let, me, let me just um, talk about some experiences, and then in, in, in those experiences, I would be saying some things about dealing with loss. When I heard the news, you know, but I cried the loudest I've ever cried in my life. I grew up, you know, I grew up in a way where, in a way and in a place where you don't want to be yabbed or you don't want to be laughed at, you, you, you cry privately so but this one, i couldn't just hold myself i just busted out in tears and in cries and then cry and busted out crying tears when i heard the news so it was <laughs> it hit differently truly it hit differently so at that point i could not even i remember <laughs> i remember not wanting to wake up when i eventually slept because when i woke okay, up i, I I think I, as I heard the after crying, I started packing my load, packing my box to travel, to travel home. But thank God for family around and all. So, and I remember also that even when I finally slept that night, it was in the evenings when I finally slept that night. I didn't want to wake up. I didn't want to get up from the bed. In fact, it felt like, what oh, is this life? what is this life that's the way it felt I, I i didn't want i was hoping like let this be a dream let this be a nightmare let it just be a dream unfortunately it wasn't i had to work the next day but i called my boss and told her told her what happened i couldn't work, and all so she said no problem i should just stay so i was just on the bed my sister came her husband was to go out with her husband just to go out and get the um, fresh air just to leave the house so she came and she told me you have to leave this house you, if not you're here like this and then the devil will take advantage and depression will come you're thinking too much and oh don't give the devil room she, she didn't say it in those words but that's the way i interpreted it don't give the devil room when we were growing up we used to hear this saying and i do man is a devil's workshop so don't give the devil room you just thoughts and all so just don't do that so just tell so me I can leave the house go out, meet people do what you ought to do and just don't give the devil room, we are all grieving we are all in pain but let's not let's not let the devil have a, a, gain an advantage in this situation so I did just that, I called my boss I, I, I can come, she said are you sure I said yes I can i went to work i was numb i was not feeling anything i was seeing people but oh, you know you're seeing people and you're not seeing oh god it was it was it was just i think it's just a terrible terrible you know it's not death of a loved one it's not something of a loved one it's not something you even wish your enemy or you pray for your enemy it's not it's not so i i, I went to work first day the second day you know, your events and also I, I we did I had the event first day, second day. I'd never and the things that the funny thing that the things that your mind go to do I'd never taken alcohol in my life. The only, you know, alcohol I might have taken would be Holy Communion wine. I'm an Anglican so the Holy Communion wine I know, but to just stay and drink alcohol. But these the thoughts came to me. I wanted it felt like I just drink to stupor here. Just drink to stupor. Drink, like, and then, you know, and, but, thank God. You see, grief, grief can just make you do some extremes. And this is where we need to watch it. And thank God I didn't fall into that temptation. So anyways, um, so I, I eventually, I traveled home, but I noticed that I could not, I could not, I was, I had to sleep early. So didn't always, it like, it had times where it used to hit me. It hits me in the night and in the mornings, So I had to sleep early. I couldn't even stay alone. Like, I had to sleep where we have, where there's somebody, where there are people. And then waking up was just terrible. And then, I, you know, I kept, there are times you just be thinking, what could have been done differently? What could have happened? been what would have happened is there anything that i would have done if i was there you know i'm just thinking about it but retrieving those thoughts is not a good way to heal you can always flash back to when everything will be fresh when the news came and how you felt and no 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 don't do that retrieving those thoughts is not a good idea rather think of more edifying thing because once you once you once you you know keep going back and all oh, you can revive hearts you can revive grief you can revive pain and the devil can just play with that and also just try to think godly <laughs> think godly even scripture says that we say we do not grieve as the word grief as without hope so i'm dealing with loss now one of the things that I, some of the things that helped me, helped me then, one, I learned to trust God. <laughs> it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. But I don't know how it happened. But I felt helpless. So say, God, <laughs> I really don't know. But this is the time I have to trust you. So one word, one thing you always hear from my mouth is, God, I trust you. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. Help me. I trust you. Help me. Because it was not just easy. It was not easy at all. So one of the the advice I would give or one of the encouragement I would give is it's not the time to be blaming God for what happened. It's not the time to be angry at God. Because the truth is that it's only God that can give you the strength that you need. At that time, it's only God that can give the comfort that you need it's only god that can you know satisfy your heart at that time so instead of pushing god away the best thing to do is to embrace him in the pain is to embrace him is to embrace him so i found myself saying god i trust you god help me i trust you you know even at that time i could not even i could not i could not read i could not read my bible i could not i could not pray So what even kept me at that time was probably the word that I've had over time, I've built up over time. You know, the word of God, I've built up in my personal devotions and in short, that's what kept me. And the prayers I've prayed over time and prayers from, you know, prayers of friends and church and, you know, believers. That's what kept me at that time. So I want to encourage you now, even though you've not experienced loss or what of what no matter what situation you are now build up yourself in the word of god build up yourself in the place of prayer you might feel even if you feel you don't need it or you not there will come a time i'm not we're not talking about it might not it might not be death but there may, there may come a time where you need this word to to work for you these prayers to work for you so i want to encourage you to build your relationship i mean what helped me at that time you know resisting the temptation now i was talking to my mentor and it when i told him you know this experience about how the grief that i went for those events and i just wanted to drink to stoop. when i told him he says that it's grief and the devil was taking advantage of the grief it, And he said something. Said that's how people enter into get addicted. They get addicted to alcohol because you know they keep taking it and they keep going through the circle, cycle, and the circle and all. They get addicted for to alcohol. From there, they enter into other vices and other addictions and all. And I also heard someone's story. The, someone close to me was telling the story how he, he he started drinking after he lost his dad. You know he started drinking and all that. He to God to bring him out to bring him out of that. And I just looked at said, So this is what the devil wanted to do. This is what he wanted to do. We he made to Also, oh, you, you, he now wants. To, so he wants to waste all the processes, all the ah uh-uh, ah. No, no nah. So I'm, don't don't let the devil win. Don't let him. Way. Anyways, so I've talked about trusting God in the time. I also don't I, I don't mention something about not reliving the the experience per se. For, I, I, I I something came to my mind. I have this scar you know, in my hand, some of an injury of a wound or an injury that happened like 19 years ago. At the point when it happened, it was very painful the treatment and all we have to put on it was really painful but now i i don't feel any pain the scar is there but there's no pain right so the the pain is is you know is forgotten but the scar is there and that's the way you might not the pain the pain of losing a loved one might not fully fully you know go it might not fully recover in fact, you would it difficult to recover from it fully but we can also flip it flip it and that is to think godly think godly one of the ways to think godly is to be thankful to god because in everything we should give thanks we're not necessarily thanking god for what happened no but we are thanking god in this situation in in the midst of everything we still have a reason to thank god I was listening to a show, and the woman was saying something about she she had gone through losses, lost people and all. So and so she entered into she got the ministry and she's there encouraging people that have experienced loss. So she she was praying with a sister that lost one of her son. Son was like twenty nine or thirty nine, thereabouts. So they found a reason to thank God in that situation. And what was the reason? lord thank you for these 29 years or 39 years you gave us to spend with him thank you so when i heard that it brought encouragement to my heart i said lord thank you for the years you gave me to spend with my dad thank you you know i started thinking about all the times all the things that my dad did that a dad should have done and, and i was thankful that my dad was there all those times So I was thankful to God for the opportunity and the privilege He gave me to enjoy, and of the time He gave me to enjoy. So that's another way. Just be thankful to God. It might not be easy. I remember when it first happened. I, I, on that, on the Sunday after I went to church, I couldn't go alone to church. I had to be in the company of family. So I followed my sister to church. And I could not dance, and this was my, if my favorite, one of my favorite artists, was in church that day, and she was singing. I could not dance. If felt so. What am I dancing for? Why am I dancing? Why? What? Like if I people dancing around me was just getting to me. What are you dancing for? You know, anger and bitterness. You see, eh? It can provoke anger, bitterness. It can also provoke fear fear of losing losing or, or fear of loss of losing another thing another person and also i was really angry like i was not I was, if to be happy you also another thing i noticed that you can't even be happy you you feel so guilty maybe something that should, should make you happy or make you happy happens but the happy, you, you can't feel happy because you're feeling guilty it's guilty for feeling happy it was just it was just like it was just so bad. You can't even laugh because what are you laughing for? No matter how funny it's the situation or the joke is or what somebody said, you're feeling so guilty. Like, why am I? I'm not even in a position to be laughing and all. So it was, but, but that's the time to lean in, to lean in and trust God. That's it to lean in and trust God. Don't run away from your feelings. Like I said, my mom my family are very private. We can be private, kind of, not showing emotions at all. But I learned to talk about it. I remember calling my pastor some days after. I remember calling, like, a few friends. I wasn't picking calls, but that period happened, called my pastor, called a few very close friends to let them know what has happened. Called, you know, and then, that was i was just i was getting ready to switch off i was getting ready to withdraw yeah you know, I, I just wanted to call the necessary people and and let them know so i, I was saying I am should not don't hide and i what i said during overtime later on as i was recovering was to talk about how i felt i remember calling my brother the other day i told him, oh, today i cried you know I cried this thing happened this day I made me remember and I cried. I watched this thing a burial scene this thing and I cried you know i i said i said I, I started talking about the pain how I felt and I realized that it helped me because I was numb <laughs> I was numb for the moment I started feeling was i I was so numb that I could not so I went for a, a program and a a program and my bag was stolen there. My bag had, you know, had my phone, had my had money, had ID card, had my cards, had um, some important things in them. But when they stole the bike, I, I don't think I f- the people around felt even worse than I did. They were feeling bad. They felt the, if, the way they felt was like it was them. But I was not feeling anything. In fact, at some point, I started giggling. <laughs> I started giggling, and then I was happy that I could even giggle. I could laugh, I, and then I laughed. Her. I laughed her. like I I was sure this be wondering what's doing this lady, but the laughter was from within. Like this, this lady just like did she just uh, awakened the emotion again. So the way I felt like, okay, this is good. This is <laughs> this is good. So it didn't even touch me. Like the baddest too. Maybe I felt like I said, okay, maybe this is what God wants to use to to reawaken me and all but i know it's the devil that kills you and destroy it's not god that sent that lady but however god used it it was used to the glory of god the situation was used to the glory of god and that's how somehow i some people then i was not able to you know feel a little and then the opening that the opening kept coming bigger and larger and i was able to feel but what i'm is talk about it talk about it talk about how you feel don't bottle up your feeling because it will bust one day it will bust i know there was a time i wasn't picking cups i i will um, i will i want to say that there's a place of spiritual covering there's a place of your friends people standing by you one of the encouraging things things that one of the encouragements I heard. With a lifetime, I had people come and visit. Like when they had people that knew where I was staying, just suddenly show up, keep me company. And that company helped me. I really don't know, but it helped me. It helped every, especially if you have the right people. Just help me. It helped me go through the conversations we had. They had the right words. They had the right stories to tell. And it was it helped. So we should not. As much as you be tempted to withdraw, I I withdrew. I I wasn't picking calls. I I lost friends. I lost a lot of friends. So, but it's not the best. Be open to people that want to help. Of course, there are people that will just say some things that will just provoke you. Be open to people that want to help. And one of the things i'm on anything i'm sure that helped me was the prayers of people So people tell me people will call and say we are praying for you we are praying for you take care when they tell me that i'm saying i tell them with all my heart thank you i really need it i need it now please continue you know i'm grateful for that so which the kind of people you have around you or you accept allow around you that period it's very important it will either make you or it will marry you so that's that's it um, okay another thing to consider is um look at what 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 are you living for what do you live for what are you living for that's this one important question so when when everything happened it just felt like uh, at, what am i living for Felt so what am I living for? Why? Why am I alive? It felt that way, like I, I felt it felt like I don't even mind if life, you know, sees it now. I don't mind. So I had to when when I told somebody about this way I'm feeling, I it <laughs> really talks, really talked sense into me. I know it was just grief because if you ask me now, I know I know what I'm living for. I know why I should be alive. But at that time, I'm sure the grief and the it was the grief and the pain. But before we, we get to this point, it's good to have that conviction of where of what we are living for, why we are living, why are we on earth, why can't we die now, why won't you die now? We have to get to that point where we know why we are living. So he had to when when everything happened, and I started feeling like know. Shut down, everywhere. I, sh- I shut down uh, social media. I didn't. I didn't just care anymore. I didn't care. Let the worst happen. I didn't care. You know, but and so when I got to evaluate my life, evaluate myself, look at then, with the speakings of some people, with the encouragement of some people, what some people had to say, I, that I got back to my senses. But imagine if I didn't know what I was living for. This is why people commit suicide. This is why people you start living carelessly after the death of their loved ones after the death of a loved one or after a tragedy or a tragic situation they start living carelessly because they don't even know what they're living for why are you on earth it's good that we answer these questions on time so that when life shows itself strong we will prove ourselves stronger an important thing to note very important thing to note i would say again it might not be easy or it is not easy to get over or to recover from the lost loss of a loved one but let yourself heal let yourself heal don't 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 enjoy the pain don't decide to stay in the pain don't, just try the best you can to move to move forward i wouldn't say move on because that would be very difficult and that would be very insensitive of me to say for me from experience so what i would say is move forward allow yourself to move forward continue living like you should that's why i said what are you living for let that let that purpose let that reason for you being alive drive you let God also trust like I said earlier trust in God let God be a driving um, force and a power for you to move forward because as hard as it may seem the world continues to move forward it would everything will continue to, to move on like it used to and it can be very painful you're wondering why these people don't they know that you know My I just lost somebody but in fact, your, your, maybe your, your boss can even ask, okay, when are you resuming work? You know, life moves forward. School, maybe if you are in school, lecturers will not stop coming because you lost a loved one. They will just allow you the moment of time to grieve and all. and But they are still lecturing. When you come back, you might have to still collect notes from somebody, allow somebody to put you through, and you know, that kind of thing. So allow yourself to heal. There's a thing, like I said, I think I said this, there's a thing, there's a thing to be very bitter. There's a tendency to hurt to be because you're hurting, you're, you want to hurt others. No, but that's the time to even allow yourself to love people all the more. That's the time to allow yourself to love people all the more. Embrace people. I, I know when everything happens, when you lose somebody, that's when you start hearing death everywhere. This person is dying, this person lost after that. It's like that's the moment you start hearing death ending everywhere. But there's a tendency for you to feel comfort in that, that people are losing people it's not just you but no it should not comfort you you should learn to love them one of the good one of the one of the good things i, I one of the good things that i i pulled out from the experience is that before when people lose people i don't know how to i don't know i didn't know how to comfort them i don't know what to say what would i say so rather instead of calling i would just send text message you know, and then keep praying for them. But sometimes some people need that call, they need that encouragement. So with the experience, I know i would reached out to, like I sent messages, not even call. I sent messages, but now the message was now intense, more comforting, such that when the people who saw me later, they kept thanking me for the text message, you know, because I've experienced it. I've experienced the pain of losing somebody. So I know how to, you know, someone close, you know, and someone I'm attached to. So I know how to, you know, communicate comfort and 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 that. So what I'm saying is allow yourself heal. Find in this situation, find something that you know help you, that will give you joy, that will comfort you, that you can lean on. Uh, that's not the way time to push people away. That's not the time to push your husband away. That's not the time to push people away. Like friends that want to be dear for you that's not i was watching something recently a lady lost her mom and in the same period a few months after she was getting married she was just lashing out at everybody and they went to see a psychologist and they found that the root of everything was that she was hurting so there's a thing you are hurting control your emotion that's not the time to hurt people that's not the time to lash out at people that's the time to even love people all the more it could be very it, and the of the loss of somebody, a loved one or someone close to you. Can it is very traumatic. It leaves and it leaves like a traumatic um experience. I don't know how to put it. Let me give you an example. It's, my dad loves hymns, he loved hymns. So every time I hear hymns, it makes me remember him. At first, it was traumatic for me. I remember entering a car; the guy, the driver, was playing him. I said, "Stop! Stop! Stop the music! Stop it!" And he was wondering. I had to apologize later. You know, boy, he was wondering what happened. But now, I just allow myself enjoy the him and enjoy the memories of my dad. The time I spent with him, uh, you know, around him, and all. For a while, I could not touch the keyboard or the piano, I have one and sometimes once a while I like to just play with it and practice and all. For a while, I could not touch it because one of the motivations for me with the keyboard, with learning the keyboard, playing the keyboard was my dad, but at the point that I wanted to start learning, teaching myself how to play hymns, hymns, of hymns so I could not touch it. When I thought the first time I eventually touched it, I almost, you know, tears just welled up within me. But there will be such dramatic experiences. I know there was a time I heard of after I was trying to recover. I heard of a friend I lost her dad. The way I screamed, the way I was shaking, as if it was everything happened again for me. Like it was, it is very traumatic. So you have to take deliberate measures to heal. and that's one of the One of the that I mentioned. I want to talk about it. Talk about your feelings, how you feel, don't bottle it up. You will explode one day if you do that. So trust God. Lean on God. Hold on to God. In a time of grief, don't let the devil take advantage of it. One of my mentors told me something when I was telling him everything. He said, learn to confess. Confess God's word. or." address the thoughts with your words for example if you're thinking if you start thinking about you know the the loved ones the loved one that was lost and know just just say something like thank you lord thank you god thank you for just be thankful to god thank you for the time i enjoyed with this person thank you because i'm comforted thank you because i'm strengthened just say it out loud until until you, until you change your thoughts pattern and you know the devil cannot be accommodated instead god is all the more embraced so he told me that when he told me it was really helpful so every time i think about my dad in a very very hurtful way i just turn it down to god and to say thank you god thank you like i just thank god for for this in uh, in this situation, just thank you for it, and it's, it has helped a bit. A lot it has helped well. So that's so. This is where we're going to stop. I'm going to stop today, but I want to pray for somebody going through loss. I pray for you that the Lord strengthens you. I pray that the Lord comforts you. Lord gives you the comfort that only He can give you. I pray that the Lord. It compensate you. I pray that the Lord will keep your heart, the Lord will keep you, the Lord will preserve you. I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength. I pray that the Lord will not will not be a stumbling block in any way. Rather, you would see reasons to give god praise rather god will reveal himself to you continuously you will not fall you would stand strong in all you will stand strong the lord will lift your hands the lord will lift your head in the name of jesus The devil will not win in that situation. The devil will not win in the matter. But thanks be to God who causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give your praise. Hallelujah.